Welcome. Thank you all for being here. Um, let's go ahead and open your Bibles to Proverbs 31. And we are in our, our final study of Proverbs 31, the, the woman, the woman that fears the Lord. So we're going to be in Proverbs 31, 30 tonight. And as you get your Bibles out and you get to where you're, you're going, um, I just want to thank you all for being here. Thank you for, for sticking with us for the, the, the last 10 weeks. It's been, it's been interesting. It's been fun. I've really learned a lot. You know, they, they always say that, that the person that teaches usually learns. And, uh, I have really, really learned a lot. And I'm just praying to be able to put it into practice. So as we get there, Proverbs 31, a woman who fears the Lord. It's Proverbs 31:30. And again, just talking about the far above rubies ministry. You know, it's it's really it's my heart that each one of you really grasps onto that. And in 10 weeks, you know, we got a good a good idea of what that means to have that worth that's far above rubies. And it's just something that, again, it's just my heart for all of us that we aren't looking for what we do or where we live or, or material things of the world to give us our worth because we already have it in Jesus. And so if we really grab onto that, just the things that we can do as women, um, it, it's amazing. So um, Proverbs 31, 30, and um, that... Actually, I just wanted to go real quick over our theme one more time. Our theme scripture is Proverbs 31.10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? And remember, we learned about the value of rubies and how how valuable they are based on the color and how the, the mineral corundum is basically clear and it's colorless and it's worthless until it comes into contact with the trace uh, mineral chromium. Is that the right mineral? Yes. And that trace mineral chromium, it's an, actually it's not a mineral, it's an element and it causes the ruby to get its color, that red color. And that's what gives ruby its, its value. And I just think that that is so interesting that in Proverbs 31, that it says that a woman is far above, that her worth is far above rubies. And, and then talking a little bit about the rubies, about how it commands the highest price per carat of any colored stone. That's emerald, um, topaz, any colored stone. Rubies are worth more than that. And it's one of the most important gems in the colored, in the colored market, um, in the colored market. And remember, we learned that in both ancient Greece and in India, rubies were said to boil water when they were thrown into them. And I just love that, that they're considered, you know, to have that heat in there. And I, I love it again, because I feel like as women, we bring, you know, we bring the heat, we bring the passion into, into life, don't we? And that um, it was also believed to melt wax when it touched it. And again, just having that 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 passion and that heat. So I love that about the rubies. So today, um, our our verse for today is Proverbs thirty one thirty. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord 
shall be praised. So the keywords tonight, the first key word is fear, and the second is wisdom. So fear, and we've learned a lot about the fear of the Lord over these last 10 weeks. The fear of the Lord is to reverence, to worship, and to obey God, to submit to him as the boss, as the Lord of your life. That is what it means to fear the Lord. I'm going to say that again. To reverence, to worship, to obey, and to submit to God over all the universe because he is our boss. And the second is wisdom. Wisdom is skill in living, knowledge applied. Skill in living and knowledge applied. That is wisdom. First Corinthians 3.19 says, For the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. And over the last 10 weeks, we've learned a lot about the foolish woman and the wise woman. The Bible says that the foolish woman tears down her home with her very own hands. And we talked about that. Do you want to be a builder or do you want to be a, a destroyer? And the wise woman, the wise woman, um, she lives her life to please God. She lives her life to build others up around her. She's filled with the Holy Spirit. She fills her home with the love of God. And she lovingly exerts her God-given influence. We learned that, God, that women have influence. We have influence in our homes. We have influence in our, in our workplace. We have influence in the community. And the, the wise woman uses that influence. And just like the ruby becomes valuable when the colorless mineral comes in contact with the chromium and um, becomes the ruby becomes valuable just like that. What that colorless, foolish woman becomes valuable, and her value is far above rubies when that woman comes in contact with the blood of Jesus because of God, not because, again, of what you do or um, not like it says here in um, in. Uh, verse 31, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, not because of your looks, not because of a man, not because of what you do, not because of what you drive, not because of your education, not because of the gifts that you have or, or don't have, but because of God. That's where we get our value, because of the blood of Jesus. So the, the woman that is, her worth is far above Ruby, she fears the Lord, she worships God, she obeys him, and she, it shall be praised, it says. And who praises her? In Proverbs 31, verses 28 and 29, it says that her children and her husband praise her. But also, I believe that God smiles on the woman that fears the Lord. I believe that he, um, that, that God smiles on her. Psalm 61, 5 says, For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. It's really a blessing when we make it a life commitment to serve the Lord and to fear the Lord. It's, it's, it's really the highest blessing and the highest calling. And it says um, that, that you have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. A lot of us are blessed that in our family heritage, we have, um, we have believers in our family. I'm, I'm really blessed that I come from a family of, of believers. My grandma 
you know, always had Bibles all over her house, and she was, you know, she, she wouldn't even go to bed at night. She would just be sitting asleep with her, you know, her, her head down in her Bible, and it was so awesome. She had her little Spanish Bibles and her, you know, all her Bibles. It was, it was just really neat. She, um, my grandma was a journaler before journaling was popular, but what she would do is any piece of paper she found, she would write on, and it was really neat that when, uh, when she died, you know, it was, it was cool that they passed out those little pieces. And I mean, lots of pieces of paper with, she would put down little prayer requests. She had verses written down. She had blessings to her family and just what a neat heritage that, that that is. Um, but you know, one of the, one of the even bigger blessings is when it says that we have a heritage of believers. And when we are women that fear the Lord, we are in a heritage of other women that fear the Lord, the women that are here tonight. Um, but I also just jotted down a few other women that we belong to that heritage as well. Um, Kay Smith, Pastor, Pastor Chuck's wife, you know, she is just, just such an amazing lady. And she's taught me how to love God. And she taught me how to love his people. And she also taught me how to endure hardship. Ruth Graham, and actually, going back to Kay Smith, we have her books in the library. If you haven't read any of them or in some of her Bible studies, it is just really a blessing just to, to hear her heart. We did a little study last summer, the summer before. I don't know, time flies so quickly um, on the promises of God and the, and the privilege of serving God. And that was Kay Smith. It was just really, really a sweet time. Um, Ruth Graham, Billy Graham's wife. She taught us all, you know, just how to love God enough to let her husband go and and be used by God in mighty ways. You know, Ruth Graham spent a lot of time at home um, with her children, raising her children. She was alone doing that because um, Billy Graham was out ministering, and she took care of the things of of the household and um, and that's that's really a blessing to belong to that heritage. Um, Cindy Gim, Pastor Bill's wife, she's taught me to stay the course and to do it with joy, um, to, to be in it for the long haul and to do it with joy. Um, Kim Hint, a, a lot of you know her, some of you don't, but Kim Hint, um, she was Pastor Ron's wife, and she taught me to um, to love the Lord and to serve him unto death. She um, she battled cancer for a lot of years, and she taught me that. So it really is a blessing to belong to that heritage of believers, heritage of women that fear the Lord. And we learned in this chapter the words of King Lemuel, or Solomon. And remember, those words were from his mother, and basically from God to his mother. And so we learned that when... We become this woman that your husband will trust you, that your children, those that you work with, your parents, your siblings, um, your neighbors, people around you can trust you. And we become the Proverbs 31 woman. We um, also become, we, when we become this woman, that we're, we're respected because you fear the Lord. Not because, again, because of of you know, how much money you have. There's a lot of people, a lot of women that have a lot of money that are not respected because they don't have any um, character or fear of the Lord. So it's um, the fear of the Lord 
when, when you fear the Lord, people know that you fear the Lord. And, and you will be respected, maybe not liked. People may not like you, but they will respect you because they know that you fear the Lord. And we've also studied these last 10 weeks what it looks like to live like you fear the Lord. So I just wanted to review a little bit about that. When you live like you fear God, what does it look like? And I just jotted down 10 things. Um, you seek God for answers. You're going to the Lord for answers, not to worldly wisdom. Not, you're not grabbing the latest self-help book. You're not, you're not checking out the stuff on the, on the Internet or going to social media. You're going straight to God and straight to his word. That's one, one thing um, that you do that when you live like you fear God. The second thing is you respect your husband and you do him good. That's what it says here in Proverbs 30. One, and it doesn't say if he's good, you do him good. It says you do him good all the days of your life. So even if he isn't good, you respect him and you do him good. Uh, the third thing is you work willingly with your hands. And remember, nobody is, nobody is making you do it. Nobody's compelling you to. It's because you fear God. You work willingly with your hands. You reach out to the needy. So you, you reach. Work willingly with your hands. You reach out to the needy. You clothe your household in scarlet. And remember, that is your, your, um, the blood of Jesus. And you aren't afraid of the enemy because you trust God and you fear him. And I love that last song that, that we just sang. It says, you know, I will not be shaken, you know, and, and that's awesome. It's awesome. You can't be shaken if you're not afraid of the enemy because you know who's in control of your life. You might, you might go to your knees a little more often, but you won't be shaken, right? Um, the, number seven, on your tongue is the law of kindness. And, you know, as women, we, we use a lot of words, don't we? Um, there's, I, I should have checked, but there's that, you know, that ratio of how many words women use and how many words men use in a day. But it says that on your tongue is the law of kindness. And I pray that we've learned that, that we've learned that when maybe something that is not so kind is about to come out, just, you know, nip it because on your word, on your tongue is the law of kindness. Number eight, you watch over the ways of your household. So you know what's going on. You know what's going on with your household. You know what's going on with your kids. You know what's going on with um, those that are in your household. Number nine, you're not lazy. You don't eat the bread of idleness. That's also here in Proverbs 31. So you're, you're being efficient and effective, using your time wisely. Number 10, you are sober-minded. And we learned that last week about uh, the dangers of, of being led by anything other than the Holy Spirit, and last week's lesson was on intoxicating drink. So it sounds like an overwhelming, unattainable list of do's and don'ts, doesn't it? It really does. But really, it's not, it's not a list of do's and don'ts. What it is is it's just one big do to fear the Lord. When we are women that fear the Lord, all, all the other things just come when you're a woman that fears the Lord. And I know that you want to be this woman. I want to be this woman, a woman of virtue. Um, the definition of virtue is strength, value, might, ability, substance, and an army with banners. I love that one because you alone, when you are virtuous, you are an army with banners. And just think about 
what you can do in your circle of life and your sphere of influence, an army of banners, what you can do when you fear the Lord and you're a virtuous woman. That just gets me excited because there is just so much. We live in in a day and age where people are hurting, um, children are in therapy, and you know it's just it, it's just hard. Life is hard, but you, as a woman that fears the Lord are an army of banners and you know you think about the army coming in it's like we're calling in we're calling in the troops and it's just one it's just you and God and that's awesome um so I just wanted to give some verses on the fear of the Lord Psalm 86 11 and you can you can write these down maybe memorize them later on kind of have that maybe as your homework through the summer um, Psalm 86.11 says, Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. If you don't fear the Lord, that could be a prayer every day. You can ask him every day, Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Ask God. He'll do it for you. The second one is Psalm 119. 63, one, um, it's, okay, wait a minute. Psalm 119, 63 says, I am a companion of all who fear you and of those who keep your precepts. I'm going to say it again. I am a companion of all who fear you and of those who keep your precepts. I love that one. I love that one because we talked about last week and we've talked about some of the, and some of the other studies. You know, it's really important who you hang out with. It's really important that you pick your friends wisely and who you are a companion with. And when it says that I am a companion of all who fear you, what a blessing. What a blessing to have friends that fear the Lord and keep his precepts. Psalm 119.38, establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. Are you devoted to fearing God? I had to ask myself, am I devoted to fearing God or am I devoted to something else? What am I devoted to? Um, and, and if you're not, again, ask God. He'll, he'll, he'll do it for you. Establish your words to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. That's Psalm 119.38. Psalm 111.10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. The beginning of wisdom. And we want to be wise, don't we? We want to have good understanding. We, ha- we need good understanding. And it says um, that all those who do his commandments. So he instructs through wisdom. Proverbs fourteen twenty seven: The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. I love that. Because you think of the fountain and how it just, you know, it's just, it's just like everywhere. It's not just in one spot, but it just goes. And the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. That's, that's cool. Um, let's see where I'm. Okay. Number six, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Um, Proverbs 23, 17 says, do not envy sinners, but be zealous. For the fear of the Lord all the day, all the day, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Do not envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all day. 
And, you know, I thought about that. I was like, what does it mean to envy sinners? You know, when you look at somebody that, you know, maybe isn't walking with the Lord and it seems like they're, everything is going good for them and you're just like, wow, but why? <laughs> why? That's kind of, you know, I want that. Why not me? You know, that's, that's it. And, but you know what? It says, do not envy sinners. Be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Number eight, Proverbs 2, 4 and 5. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Deuteronomy 10, 12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul. And I like to replace my name there with Israel. So it would say, and now, Nathalie, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and I would add with all your life. <laughs> I, would, I would add that. Psalm 33, 8 and 10. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke it and it was done. He commanded it and it stood fast. I love that psalm because it, go, it just shows you just the mightiness of God, just how huge he is. You know, your, the things that are going on in your life are nothing compared to to God. It says he spoke it and it was done. He spoke it and it was done. You know, I think about, you know, I think about when, when Jesus was in the boat, remember, and there was a storm and he was sleeping and the disciples were, you know, they were freaking out and they're just like, you know, Jesus, wake up. Don't you care? We're going to die. And he was just like, you know what? He just stood up and said, that's enough, you know? So those things that are going on in your life, you know, God can stand up and say, enough, enough. It's awesome. It's awesome. He is so much bigger, so much bigger, bigger than any, you know, teenager attitude, bigger than any, you know, boss's demands, bigger than any, you know, toddler's tantrums, you know, bigger than cancer, bigger than anything. It says, for he spoke it and it was done. He commanded it and it stood fast. And so, In the beginning part of that, in verse 8, it says, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world. That's awesome. So as we close out this Proverbs 31 woman, uh, this Proverbs 31 study, the woman um, that we look at, it's just been amazing to see how how she, she just trusts God and she fears the Lord. And it's possible. It's possible for us to do that. And again, if... If we memorize the word and we're constantly, like it says in these scriptures, all the day, all the day looking to, to the Lord and to fear him, it's, it's just an, an amazing privilege to be able to walk in that. It's been an amazing privilege to go through this study with y'all. And I wanted to just leave in closing, just leave you with one final thought. You know, this chapter was written to um, or, or spoken to King Lemuel or Solomon 
and by his mother. And remember, she was telling him um, what kind of women to stay away from. She was telling him about um, the intoxicating drink and how it would affect him. She was telling him what kind of woman to look for. And then in Ecclesiastes, um, Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. And remember, he was talking about, you know, what is this life? You know, it's, it's, he talks about how it's just um, vanity, vanity, vanity. And it goes on. And we did, um, Pastor Ben did a, a study on Ecclesiastes. But the very last words I find really interesting, the very last words, and I'm going to leave you with this for this study, um, the very last words of King Solomon in Ecclesiastes. It's chapter 12, verse 13. It says, let's hear the conclusion of the matter. And as we conclude this study, we want to hear the conclusion of the matter. He says, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. And I would say to you, To you all, this is woman's all. Fear God and keep his commandments. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, that you keep it simple for us, Lord. Lord, all we need to do, all there is to do in this life is to fear you and to serve you with all of our hearts, all of our mind, and all of our soul. Lord, thank you for the privilege. Lord, you can use anybody, anything, anywhere, anytime. But, Lord, you have chosen to use us and to call, and you've called us. Lord, I pray that you would bring these things to remembrance um, through the power of your Holy Spirit to each one of us every day. And from the morning to the night, Lord, that when we wake up at night, that we would dream of your word, that we would dream of, of you, Lord, and of serving you and glorifying you with our lives Lord, that we would be so filled with your Holy Spirit that there wouldn't be any room for um, foolishness in these women, in our hearts, Lord. I just thank you for your word. Thank you for your, your truth, Lord. And we, as we leave here tonight, we just walk in your word and in your truth. In Jesus' name, amen.